0: Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabine Spätling and today I take you on a journey of Jakob Gröning with an interview about music as intercultural language. Because the musician, sound engineer and DJ Jakob Gruning infuses electronic music with sounds from all over the world. And he's bringing those sounds to life at beautiful festivals around the world and on his label Kamai Music that he co-founded with friends in Berlin. So, this podcast episode will be released on the 31st of December, so the last year last day of 2019. And so this podcast interview with Jakob Gruning is also about a reflection of 2019 and an outlook to 2020. Enjoy hey jacob welcome to our podcast interview um yeah we are recording this interview a few days before christmas and also the end of the year 2019 is fast approaching so take us into your current everyday life how does it look like in the holiday season for you
1: hey yeah thank you for inviting me for the podcast first uh and and it's a pleasure for me to uh, be invited for this mm-hmm. um yeah my everyday life right now is kind of hectic because i'm yeah i have a lot of things to manage because i'm going to india for in january for uh, some uh, yeah it's gonna work and travel at the same time so i have i think now five shows. Uh, it's going to be up to ten if everything works fine, wow. and then we go to uh, go to Bali as well afterwards. So the flights already booked to India uh, on the fifth of January, and then back from Denpasar in Bali the first uh, of May. Uh, March, sorry. So I still have to deal with some visa issues that I have to uh, solve today. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, that's a little, um, yeah, a little adventure, but it's going to work out. I think the chances are pretty good. And yeah, so this is part of uh, my everyday life here right now. Then also, yeah, I think I have two more shows before Christmas. So I have one show here in Berlin, the twenty-first at Menschmeier, which I'm looking forward to. And then there's another show uh in Vienna, the 27th, right after the holidays. But I'm gonna spend the holidays with my family in uh what is called Lower Saxony.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. So yeah, gonna go there to Hamburg on uh,
0: the 24th. Wow, nice.
1: Yeah. So it's yeah, a really
0: look, nice outlook then also for the new year already, right? Many exciting things are coming. Um, but before we dive into the new year, maybe a reflection on the past year because um, you just came back from your Zero debut in New York City, right? How was that?
1: Oh, yeah, that was uh, really nice. was really good uh, and a good um yeah very successful event i would say in in all uh yeah how you say in every angle (laughs) i don't know it was like really yeah a lot of people it was a nice venue and it was also very most important a good vibe uh because sometimes you also have this big events and then this little sparkle doesn't go over to the crowd and you have like a lot of people but The energy is kind of low, but this was really nice event and everybody was really excited and was very nice also to, yeah, I met a lot of people and had a, I was extending my trip a little bit. So I was there for a longer weekend and also I'm, yeah, so yeah, we're going to work a little closer together in the future with this, uh, with the Zero family because they're uh, launching a label where I have the honor to release the first track, which is going to be uh, the first EP
0: wow. which is going to
1: which is coming in April with uh, very good remixers and they want to, yeah, I'm very excited for this one but this is uh, all I can say for now <laughs>
0: <laughs> Again, a wonderful outlook for 2020 Um yeah, that's great news. And um, but your journey didn't only go to the US this year or the past year. Um, also, the summer journey took you to Istanbul, to Portugal, to Switzerland, Mexico, and so many more many other countries. Um, do you have some time now to reflect your year? Currently,
1: um, I. Yeah that's a good question because there's also so many other things happening that is uh, uh hard to really reflect but sometimes when i look through my photos and uh, my phone and i see like or i look for a photo or something mm-hmm. and i see like so many other things and so many uh yeah exciting things that happened already that i have to scroll through kind of um that i'm yeah um, very grateful mm-hmm. for all these uh good things that happened this year and yeah and i think on christmas i will have some time uh to reflect and also uh, hopefully in india as well i will have uh, some time but yeah yeah but-
0: This is also, I mean, sometimes um, you're living in Berlin and they have the feeling that in Berlin, everyone is so busy and everything goes so fast and it's only about goals and future and um, hustling some sort of. So um, also traveling to other countries or going back home to the parents is um, always a good time to ground and to reflect, right?
1: Yes, exactly, and that's what I'm looking for to have some family time. And also, I was like very happy, except the one show in New York. I was very happy to now have like some time here in Berlin uh, in my apartment. And also, I was hoping to have some more time in the studio. So I have a studio at Holzmarkt that I'm mm-hmm. sharing with um, uh, some other artists. Uh, like uh, Curiose Naturale and David Dorat and Sebo Mm -hmm. from Bachstelzen. And uh, we're sharing this very nice studio there, but I was hoping to have some more time to actually make music. Mm -hmm. But um, there's so many things right now that are distracting me from it. But yeah, like also today on my list is, the taxes <laughs> that I have to do. So Sometimes yeah. you also
0: have to do the very unsexy stuff, right?
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's uh, also part of the being uh, self-employed. Yes. But yeah, that's how it is. Yes. I think everyone has to go through this. So
0: Yeah. So we talked about many amazing things that happened in 2019. What would you say was the one thing that coined you in your personal life and also your music most?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely Cuba. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was recently in Cuba, so I had a, a tour in Mexico, and then also a stop in Cuba for four days, which was also in cooperation with the Goethe Institute, uh, somehow. Oh, wow. Which was really funny how this all happened, because I had a show at Rummelsburg, and someone approached me after my show and was like, hey, do you want to play in Cuba one day? I mean, this was like nine months ago Mm -hmm. almost and then I was like yeah sure I would love to come to Cuba and then I was not hearing from this person anymore for a long time I was looking into my conversations I had on Facebook or messenger and email and everything because I really wanted this to happen and then when I kind of gave up on it uh, one week later he reached out to my booking agent was like hey I was like, wow. (laughs) So I was thinking it's not going to happen anymore. But then Mm -hmm. it's, it really went very fast and we made it happen very spontaneous because I was already in Mexico. So we also could add the Cuba, um, travel. And this was really, um, very inspiring there. So I, they, they organized like a studio session with Cuban musicians, like two studio sessions. Where I was, uh, working on tracks with them. Um, and also, yeah, they organized like a, a photo shooting in Cuba, which was also very interesting, uh, from a very talented Cuban photographer. And it was also very inspiring to see like the two sides of Cuba, which mm-hmm. is on the one hand, like very poor, and on the other hand, very um yeah very open and very cultural and very yeah the people are very n- friendly and mm-hmm. there's not much um how you say crime not so much crime and it's like very You have a very yeah safe feeling there and it's kind of like the what they uh, nice they they called it the DDR with palms, <laughs> <laughs> because the buildings are very rotten at some point. And some they try to refurbish a little bit, but there's also yeah a lot of rotten um, buildings, and it's also very yeah no advertisement, and it's a very completely different vibe than everywhere. I have been in this year or in the last time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very, very special. I recommend to to go there.
0: And in which way would you say did it coin you or your music?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, the, the artist I was working with was really inspiring. And uh, for like a very good, I was working with a singer and he had a very special voice um and also a trumpet player which was also very yeah very deep somehow mm-hmm. i don't know like the way they play was mm-hmm. very deep and very inspiring and um i'm still working on the tracks it's, it's two tracks actually and yeah I, i'm really looking forward to finish them and um
0: that was, sounds good. So what yeah. was actually the, um, was there a research or an educational topic behind the uh, the project that Goethe Institute initiated?
1: Um, yeah, it's like a Goethe Institute is for cultural exchange in general. Mm-hmm. So they are looking to... Yeah, to, call, to to find an exchange between, like, this, yeah, I'm a Berlin producer and uh, artist, producer, whatever you call it, and um, they are, like, they want to um, mix the, or, like, yeah, have an exchange, a cultural exchange. So mm-hmm. they want to have, like, the Cuban culture and exchange with the, yeah, with the German culture. And this, I mean, they have, they do this worldwide, for, of course. And the, I met the, the founder, not, not the founder responsible f- person for the mm-hmm. kind of the CEO for Cuba, uh, for the Goethe Institute. And he also joined one time to the studio session. And I had a, we had a talk or also uh, once at the dinner. And he was super impressed about this. Um, project with the, with the band that I was working with because it was like a real exchange yes. and this is what they are really looking for. And, uh, they are super, were super happy. And I think it's going to be very exciting to listen also to the result, which you didn't hear yet because it's not finished. But, um, yeah, there's also going to be a short movie about this, what they do because the photograph did like some videos here and there and, uh, so there's some, gonna be some, it's uh, somehow documented. Um, yeah. and yeah, and in, uh, for example, there's also like an orchestra that came to play in Cuba and, and there was like not a real exchange. They played German songs in Cuba and there was not, not an exchange, yeah. you know? So this was also super different with like, um, in m- m- my, my visit yeah, and it was way cheaper exciting. for them as well yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was super cheap compared to bring a whole orchestra to uh Cuba. <laughs>
0: yes yeah of course yeah i remember that one interview guest told me about a similar project with the goethe institute i just cannot remember who it was but i will mm-hmm. look it up later <laughs> so ah, yeah. yeah it's a very great initiative that they are having
1: yes i think so too yeah
0: um, you co-founded your label Kamai Music uh, more than one year ago, and also you released um, your Salk, Salk or Salk EP. How would you? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I say Zolk EP. I always pronounce everything in German, even yeah. <laughs> when in <I'm> somewhere <laughs> else. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you released also this EP um, a few months ago. Tell us a bit about the recent development of the label.
1: Yeah, the, we are, I mean, we're a team of four people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had the initial idea with uh, my friend Sigan Aldi. And then we teamed up with, uh, Amaya Bonfante is her artist name. And also Robin Schellenberg, who is, uh, um, yeah, he runs the, uh, or is part of the Klunkerkranich. So he's a part of, uh, of the founders or owners, uh, which is, um, uh, venue in Berlin on a um, old shopping mall on a very shopping nice mall venue. in Neukölln yeah. with a very nice view and you probably know about it. And yeah, and we decided then to to found this label and now we ha- we run it for a year and we are very, very thankful for the feedback and also how things are going with it. So we also yeah, like uh, all the EPs were charting, uh, which is not my most important um, goal. I think the music, I'm more happy if I know that the music is well perceived with the audience, and I always get like very good feedback also on my travels that people already know about the label, and they're very... Yeah, they tell me that they really like it, and it's like... Uh, um, yeah good a good uh it's a hard project and people can feel it that we do this with our uh, very passionate and yeah so the designs are hand painted by uh lisa Gio is her name Mm -hmm. she's our graphic designer and she paints everything by hand and we have a specific way how we approach each design for each ep so there's always a little interaction between the artist itself and her so it always has like also like a, a special uh, personal note uh, from each artist that they can give to it and um, yeah so now was the last ep was with Kemesse mm-hmm. and then we look forward to the next year which is going to start with the compilation with Atrix
0: Ooh. And who will be on it?
1: Um, yeah, there's uh, some. I mean, it's gonna be Boletti is on it, and then we have also some uh, new acts that we found. They just sent us demos, and we also like to support or give like a space for new artists. They they mm-hmm. uh, just send amazing music, so we also gonna release that. And um, yeah, it's a mix of some more developed artists and some uh, new artists. But my favorite track on this one is from Timbaletti. I can already (laughs) tell.
0: (laughs) Very nice. Super nice. Yeah. Then I also will put the link um, maybe when it's online on Tunes and Wings. Um, We already talked about Berlin and that you have actually your label there, your studio is there. The co-founders of your label are there and I just, during my research, I found an interview from 2013 where you mentioned that you prefer not to move to Berlin. Um, Back in the days you lived in Hamburg and now you're living in Kreuzberg. So how did... Uh, I
1: said that I'm not going to move to Berlin.
0: Yes, like you said, um, it doesn't make sense to move to Berlin because... All the people are already there, so you would be not, you would be like one in a million, something like yeah. this. Um, oh how, funny.. Yeah. How did the city in the end convince you?
1: Yeah, I have to say, um, now I have a totally different opinion about it, but mm-hmm. I, of, of course it's uh, true that I, you are one of a million here. But it's a good thing because there's so many people you can connect with, mm-hmm. other artists you can work with. There's uh, a lot of opportunities that the city gives itself. Um, um, I mean, for if it comes to shows, of course it's a little oversaturated here. So if you don't play for that amount, then someone else is gonna do it. <laughs> uh, but um, it's, a, I think yeah berlin gives a lot of opportunities uh for especially for exchange with other artists and um groups and collectives and yeah that's why i'm very happy to be here and also it's good in exchange with other countries for example i mean uh, you can see this exchange between uh, zero in new york and carter mm. in berlin so there's yeah. like this exchange so these things are also very interesting and um i think there's also gonna happen interesting things in the future with with uh like corporations with mm-hmm. our lab- label that are possible
0: that sounds super nice yeah i also like this connection and um, i absolutely agree to what you just said um, yeah, you already mentioned Klunkerkranich. Um, that's also the place where you had your label events during the summer. Um, what are your other favorite spots in Berlin that you now call your home? Um,
1: I mean, there's uh, Carter for sure that I really like. And there's also Sisyphos that I really like. I think these are the, the two places that mm-hmm. you can find me the most and maybe also uh,
0: parks restaurants or cafes.
1: okay (laughs) so so, yeah this place um yeah uh what i like is uh templehof i live very close to it Mm, to this park so i I really like it i like victoria park and i like also um, treptower park which is really nice in the summer i like to ride my bike in the city i almost go everywhere by bike even in the winter, I love riding the bike and uh, listen to some music. And, uh, yeah, I think this is what I also would recommend um, to do uh, to tourists that come.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, when, when, when friends visit you in Berlin, where would you take them out for dinner, for example?
1: Hmm, where would I take them out for dinner? I really like uh, ramen (laughs) somehow. (laughs) So uh, I found a good ramen spot. Tell
0: me.
1: Uh, Kokolo ramen, but it's like very full Mm -hmm. all the time. So this is good. And there's a good pizza place, but I forgot the name. So yeah, I would, yeah, this is... Maybe the
0: one in Prenzlauer Berg, Standard Pizza.
1: No, it's not Prenzlauer Berg. It's like mm-hmm. uh, Kreuzberg. And mm-hmm. uh, also at this bridge. I always forget how this place is called, but there's like one very good pizzeria. I would have to look it up. It w- would take some time, but I could find out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. But they make very fresh and good pizza. Uh, it's at the um, Paul Linke Ufer. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. This is uh, like two places and McDonald's. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, the and there's a very good ice cream that I recently just uh, uh, found, which is called Jonas' Ice mm. Cream. This Where was uh, Very special. It was in uh, Schöneberg. Okay. Yeah.
0: I will look it
1: up. Yeah, I so, can totally recommend to go there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Are they also open in winter? Do you know?
1: Yeah, they're open yeah. in winter.
0: Oh, nice. So, but you're escaping Berlin in winter, and you will travel to India and Bali. Um, about India, what what fascinates you about this country?
1: I mean, I've I've never been to mm-hmm. India yet, and but there, I think there's so much, um, yeah, new cultural influences, and uh, just I think it's going to be a cultural shock. In both ways, uh, in a very surprising, I mean, like it's like super poor at some point and very polluted and um, yeah, and sometimes think that you would never seen a daily life here in Europe, mm-hmm. at any place in Europe. Um, I mean, I just saw recently a picture about New Delhi and it was like some guy walking over a bridge, like, and it was full of trash like mm-hmm. full of trash like i've never seen something like this before so i was like okay there was uh, very shocking but at the other on the other hand um, a lot of yeah the food is very different and i think this is going to be very yeah inspiring and interesting because i like yeah some new uh yeah taste in my life <laughs> so and new input uh, yeah. New input, exactly yeah input is the better word like new input and um also yeah the whole culture i mean everything and the religion and they are they treat like everything they just live completely different than we yes. do and
0: um, getting another yeah. perspective on things as well right
1: yeah exactly yeah, yeah.
0: So at the latest on the 22nd of uh, May, you have to be back in Berlin <laughs> to perform together with B. Svensson. Um, can you already talk a bit about it? What can people expect there?
1: Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I think by then I, a lot of things uh, will happen. But um, yeah, they can expect um, a lot of uh, new tracks and um i hopefully can perform live by then that mm-hmm. my new uh when my setup is um working uh, that i'm having in mind mm, but in any case i gonna yeah i work on a lot of new tracks so also an ep with co- korean tracks uh that i'm working on and then there's some Cuban tracks <laughs> so it's <laughs> like a lot of into like. Yeah, I love the variety and the yes. cultural uh, interaction and this is what makes it in general exciting for me to work on music because I get like to work with input from other cultures and um yeah, this is what makes it still exciting for me to work on music and I don't know I think if I would just work on one kind of style with uh, like my favorite synthesizers after time it would not be so exciting for me anymore and so this way yeah so this um, I think also for the listener it's always uh, surprising and it's yeah a little bit hard to predict what's gonna happen and I think that's
0: and what yeah. I also like about your music is basically telling stories from other countries, and on this way also, yeah, making like a cultural connection between the countries, and so I find this very interesting and a good thing to do.
1: Yes, yeah, that's true. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, look, it's also for for yeah for you and also for me. It's the same thing. So yeah, yeah I like uh, this. Um, exchange and it keeps yeah it's it's uh, just inspiring
0: yeah so yeah we already talked um, a lot about your plans for 2020 um a big tour and nice releases um anything else we didn't talk about for the next year that you want to share with us
1: Mm, i mean there's gonna be also a lot of touring of course so we yeah we didn't talk yet about our agency that we founded as yes, well right. with the label so I'm working together with uh, Claudia who's uh, my booking agent and she is yeah she's taking care of the booking for Kamai and for now it's just it's five artists so the four founders of Kamai and then we have one artist from Istanbul um Minachem X26 is his name uh, as an artist and uh yeah I'm working very closely with her together and yes um now we're going to also uh, have like a representative in the states so we're working on a US visa now so it's going to I'm going to start uh, working on this right after I finish my taxes <laughs> So these are all things that keep me from not uh, making as much music as I would like to do, Mm -hmm. but it's also very good in the long term to have it because then I can travel to the US very, um, yeah, um, more without. It's less adventurous, (laughs) I would say, to to go to the US and also perform there, here and there. But
0: that sounds fantastic. Wow. Um, Like a really amazing 2020 coming for you. Um, I keep my fingers crossed that everything will work out the way you want it or even better. And um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) I
0: would say happy holidays and a good start for you into 2020. Thank you so much for the interview.
1: Thank you. Uh, yes, and I wish you also happy holidays, uh, happy new year, and thank you for the interview. Um, and yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <Jan laughs> See you <God>. soon, maybe <laughs> in Berlin with yes, uh, Pete Svensson. Absolutely, I, I will
0: be there. Thank you.
1: Okay. Yes. Nice. Have a good day.
0: I hope you enjoyed this podcast interview with Jakob Gröning and thank you so much for listening to the podcast of Tunes and Wings in 2019. It's been a great year with great interview guests and I'm looking forward to more episodes in 2020 with new artists, with new destinations and other travel stories. Let me know which DJ DJ you would like to hear in a podcast interview, or which producer, and either send me an email or write a message on Instagram. I'm really looking forward to your feedback on things. And if you have some time in between the years to make your festival plannings for 2020, and if you need some inspiration on that, and um, there is a free ebook that I created for you. It's called Festival Bucket List 2020 with Many beautiful festivals around the globe on nature bound places like on beaches, in the jungle, or in the mountains. And you can get this one for free by registering on the Tunes and Wings website tunesandwings.com. Just click on the article for this um, ebook, or, or just subscribe in the newsletter, and you will get the book directly to your Maybox. So Happy New Year, have a good start into the new year and may it bring luck, love and happiness for you. Thank you so much for listening. Rock and roll and stay tuned.